Welcome to the Spirit of Money podcast with your host, Beth Ann McMerrick. Here we weave together the elements of personal finance and business with the spiritual side of your money. Bust through your financial barriers and transform your life, mind, body, spirit, and wallet. Beth Ann guides you in a unique and enlightened approach on how to clear your financial chakra pathways, tune up your money vortex system, and manifest your dreams come true. Here's your host, Beth Ann McMerrick. Welcome to the Spirit of Money podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad I'm here. I'm so glad we're here together. It's my new opening song. I'm loving it. It's kind of fun, simple, easy, and just gives me the opportunity to sing just a little bit. (laughs) Hi, welcome. Well, welcome to our full moon money reading for April 7th, 2020. I have done a few full moon money readings. I've been focusing more on the new moon, but considering everything that we've been going through right now with the virus and the pandemic and all of the quarantine and everything that's been going on, I just felt this really strong, strong pull to do a collective consciousness money reading for the full moon. And the focus of the full moon is to release what no longer serves us. And so this particular session, this particular consciousness, collective consciousness reading, I wanted to focus on fear. How do we actually stay out of fear? And it Actually, first, it kind of evolved to that. It first started with, as I was connecting into the consciousness, into the collective through my meditation, it was originally starting out with our vision and creating our vision. And why aren't we creating our vision? Because it's so important. We, We each have a vision for our world, for humanity, for our life. You know, we have dreams of great things for our life. But at what level... Why do we keep stopping that ourselves from creating that vision? And so I challenged myself to go even deeper. What, well, what's deeper than that? Why don't we create our vision? And then the first thing that popped in was fear. Well, fear is one of the reasons why we don't create our vision. And I'm like, yeah, well, freaking we, I have been focusing on fear, talked about releasing fear, studied on releasing fear. How do I get out of fear? Just keep been, and it's actually really been driving me crazy because I'm like, I know fear keeps getting in the way. How do I get out of this fear? And then it hit me. Why do we stay in fear? Why do we stay in fear? We have a choice always of how we're going to operate in this world. We have a choice always in how we let certain things in the world and in our life affect us and how we're going to react to them. And knowing at one level that we want to get rid of fear, but yet we keep finding ourselves back into fear, why do we stay in it? Why do we choose 
fear as the primary emotion? Why do we stay in that fear? So that's what this session is about, is why do we stay in fear and how do we get out of it? Because ultimately, as long as we're carrying this shroud of fear or this coat of fear, everything in our life, all our interactions, our visions, our creations, um, our actions or our non-actions are all layered in this gunky energy of fear on top of it. And fear is also part of one of the ways that we, because if we're functioning in fear, we use that energy as well uh, as a way to resist new opportunities. We use it to resist money. We use it to resist our own greatness and our own abilities. And then we end up pushing away and pretty much putting a wall between what we really want, our vision, what we really dream for, and the reality of the world. We put this wall up between the two of them. And because of this wall, we end up manifesting realities and experiences that we don't always want. Or we create like a really long process before we actually finally get something done that we know we've been needing to do for a long, long time. So why do we stay in fear? This is the topic for our new moon money reading, or see, our full moon money reading for April 7th, 2020. So get your money journal out, get your crystals out, get your water out, get your bells out, whatever it is that you need to have to support you as we go through this collective consciousness reading, and uh, we'll be, we'll get right to it. So let's get moving. Let's get to it. Okay, I am super excited about this reading and I can't wait to do it. I've actually already drawn the cards. I'm actually recording this in the morning of the full moon. I I did a lot of journaling, I did a lot of writing, meditating. I drew the cards last night, just really connecting in the collective consciousness. I also had my first, well, it was probably my second channeling session where I got to talk specifically to my guides and they got to give some messages to me which has been was one of my second experiences and it was phenomenal so I really just honored my body and I was like okay I really get to rest and relax so I can be fully present in recording this session today so I'm actually recording it on the morning of the full moon but the best thing, the most beautiful thing about the new moon energy and the full moon energy is that we can connect and use that energy in the first three days prior to the moon, whether it's the full moon or the new moon, and three days after. 
And because this is a collective consciousness reading, no matter when you actually finally, whenever you actually get to listen to this recording, it's still present and active in the collective consciousness. So you can get and connect to this energy anytime you want, which means you can go back and listen to all of the other full moon and new moon collective consciousness money readings that I've done over the last year. And uh, yeah, do that because there is some amazing stuff that has been downloaded and come through as I've done these readings that I know will support you now and forever in the future. So take some time to go back and listen to, to them. Also, before I forget, I wanted to also let you know about my YouTube channel, which I've been Divine Money Mastery is the YouTube channel, all one word. And on that YouTube channel, I've been going through every month and I've picked one goddess card and gone through the goddess card and talked about specific concepts. So I went really deep into some of those concepts. So you'll probably, well, I know you'll find some great value there and some great information for you there as well. So go check out my YouTube channel and uh, for some more juicy, awesome money stuff. Because that's what we're in right now. We are in a financial evolution and everything is changing on our planet. Everything is, uh, well, at the moment is kind of still up in the air. We're not really sure what's going to happen. We're at the very beginning of this pandemic in the fact of how it's affecting us in our, in our, in our communities and in our homes. And you know, this shift and this change is going to last for a long time. And if we're in fear and if we're afraid, it's going to affect us negatively and take us down rabbit holes that just are not a good place for us to be and will stop us from creating what we're meant to create. We have a choice right now. We have a choice of either functioning and living and moving in fear are functioning and living in gratitude and love and light and empowerment and not letting this experience and this new pandemic and everything that's happening take us down emotionally, spiritually, physically, and financially. We have a choice. And the choice I choose is to move forward in empowerment and strength and confidence and readiness and it isn't that I haven't had my own meltdowns because believe you me, I went down a few rabbit holes and I've had some meltdowns. I bawled all day one day, um, just cried my eyes out and felt all this energy of fear. And it isn't that it's bad for us to feel these negative energies or these it, it isn't or these negative emotions because we're human, we're going to feel them. So it's not about fighting off fear or fighting off the negative feelings. It's about letting that energy of fear flow through us. So we experience it, we honor it, we recognize it, and then we let it go. We don't hold on to it. We don't resist it. We don't stop it. We just let that flow of emotions flow through us and at the other end of it, we awaken to a higher consciousness of who we are and our abilities. And this is different for everybody in how they experience this. It's different for everybody in how, how they express it. The most important thing is to allow yourself to 
feel it, honor it, acknowledge it, and then let it go. So that's what we're going to be talking about in this session and these cards is how do we let it go? Well, first of all, why do we stay in it? Why don't we why do we let ourselves fester in it? I swear, I swear, sometimes I feel like it's just this coat that I wear on me and I'm constantly in this coat of fear. And I don't know if I know who I am without this coat of fear because I have experienced fear my entire life to degrees that like seems ridiculous. Like I even fearful, like constant, constant fear. Like, for example, like driving down the road, driving down the road, I would be in fear of the person behind me and are they upset with me or are they mad with me because I blinked quick enough or I didn't blink quick enough or I did I change lanes quick enough or not quick enough? Am I going fast enough for the person behind me? There was this level of fear and anxiety that I've carried all my life and man, I am so ready to get rid of it. And after my channeling session and, and, and after talking to my mother in this channeling session, she said a couple of things to me that I'm still soaking in. And I'll share that with you here in a little bit. But first, let's get to the cards. So like I said, I've already drawn the cards and I drew three cards. And if you have your set of cards, you can get them out, pull them out so you can follow along with me. And like I said, you also want to get your money journal out. So as I read them, you can make notes in your journal as to what words really ping for you, what things you might fill in your body, what memories brings up for you, because these are going to be indicators for you um, where you can go deeper for yourself, go deeper for yourself, journal more for you about yourself and really dig out those experiences, those beliefs, and those things, those pains in your life that have been staying stuck in you that you haven't let go of and that you're ready to let go of. And that's why they come to the surface is because it's time to face them, to allow those experiences and those emotions, and then let them go. But oftentimes we don't know what they are. So that's why while we're doing these sessions, if a memory comes up or a thought comes up, a feeling in your body comes up, these are breadcrumbs to get you to connect to that particular experience, thought, or belief so that you can clear it and rewrite it to one that supports you and serves you rather one rather than it being something that disrupts your life and lowers your vibration to then create results that you're not wanting. So the first card that I drew was goddess card number 44, the divine ego. And we have gotten this one several times and I was like, oh my gosh, we're back to the divine ego again. But it's what we get to focus on is our divine ego. Uh, the second card I drew was card number 27, the prosperity money goddess from the spirit perspective. And then goddess card number 14, the financial fr freedom money goddess from the mind perspective. So yeah, cool, right? Okay, so what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to read these cards out loud. I'll read them front and back, and then I'm going to stop the recording. I'm going to go back and listen to the reading of them. I'm going to map out on the chakra body map where blocks are. I'll be channeling messages down for us. And um, yeah, so get ready. 
here we go. Oh, and when I say take a breath, because as we do this, we'll be moving and clearing energy through us. So if I say take a breath, then this is that's your invitation to take a deep breath in through your nose. And then out through your mouth. So you can clear and relax and move the energy out. So let's get started. The Divine Ego. The Divine Ego. I am the heart self. I voice the love and gratitude I have for myself. I am the enlightened being. I am lovingly proud and humbled by my accomplishments, contributions, and my achievements. Being a blessing to the world. I know who I am and I am honored to be so. Goddess card 44. Take a breath. On the back, self-actualization. The divine ego is centered in self rather than self-centered ego. The divine creation of life, the spark of God that you are, is who you are. By the complete and total acceptance of love and gratitude for yourself and for your life path, you will open a space to allow your spirit self to embody your human self, creating heaven on earth. Take a breath. Centered in self, I am at peace with the divine in me. I free myself for, to completely express me as my divine self, accepting and loving all of me. My human self is created physically, spiritually, mentally, and financially. I weave together feminine and masculine qualities to create my divinely desired life. Human head ego keeps me alive and fear is a natural response and very useful. Spirit heart ego recognizes the vibrational frequency that fear transmits as a signal from my higher self alerting me to my divine path. I will confidently take action with my next step forward, not allowing my mind to control and respond, rather leading with my heart and creativity. Co-created with the universe, my life journey is made up of choices and contrasts from which I learn and grow. I am honored to be one of the collective whole. Heart, divine ego, yang, head ego, yin. Goddess card 44. And breathe. I definitely feel a depth in that as I read it even more. Even though I've been working with these for several years now, it, it just shocks me how they go deeper and deeper every time I read them. And uh, it's beautiful. I love it. Can't wait to get the men's set done. Okay, next card. Goddess card 27. Okay, the next one, Goddess Card 27, Prosperity Money Goddess Spirit. Meditation, investing my time in me. I honor my time, nurturing my relationship with myself and strengthening my spirit-mind connection through meditation. I invest my time and money in my education, amusements, and success. 
Daughter's Card 27. On the back, spiritual relationship. Meditation and education. Scarcity side, poverty. She lives in regret and in the pain of the past, never seeing the possibilities, staying small and resentfully content to stay there. She is stuck in the dungeon of isolation, never seeing the light of a new day, a new hope, or a new joy. Breathe. Energy exchange, connection to self. Meditation is a way to connect to your divinity. Meditation cultivates your spiritual growth, allowing your spirit to fly and to hear the messages of the mountains, oceans, trees, and wind. Education gives you more options for your financial potential. Learning is a gift. Energy healing, air. Money action. Meditation is a beautiful healing activity. What pain is ready to be released? Connect to nature through meditation and ask for the pain to be removed. Allow and trust in the support from Mother Earth and Father Son. What have you been wanting to learn about? Take a class on any subject that ignites your imagination. Goddess card 27. And breathe. Okay, the last one. Financial freedom, money goddess, mind. Listen to yourself. You know. I listen to myself. I have my own answers. I know that I know. I trust my steps and feelings as they are revealed through my determined action. I listen to myself. Goddess card 14. Emotional relationship. This is on the back. Perspective and belief in your own voice. Scarcity side. Fenced in. She does and believes what others want for her. For their gain. She is easily persuaded through manipulation, passive-aggressive behavior, or guilt. She abandons her true self for the belief, beliefs of others. She doesn't express her feelings, which turn into resentful spikes trapped within her, never growing and never experiencing new results. Energy exchange, beliefs, emotions, and thoughts. Your beliefs in your true self and your willingness to share and take action upon those beliefs will determine your financial success. As you believe, you create. You choose your actions and reactions. Choose new actions for new results. You have your own answers. Healing energy, fire, money action. Connect to a pain that is stuck in you. The first thing that comes to you is it. Express that pain by writing it out and then burn the pages. Cry it out and presence a clearing violet flame. Release the emotional toxins and take action on your new perspectives and insights. Goddess card 14. And breathe. Wow. Lovely. You have your own answers. Okay, I'm going to stop the recording. I'm going to read them or listen to the reading, the recording, shot, map out on the chakra body map where blocks are, and uh, I'll be right back.
For me, it'll be a few minutes. For you, it'll be just a moment. I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. So let's talk about the divine ego. The divine ego did light us up in many places. It hit in different places. The first one, the couple of them that hit, one hit on the temples and around our crown chakra was being a blessing to the world. Also in the brow chakra, uh, which is our third eye, is spark of God, is who we are. And I think that's really the biggest thing is we hear this all the time. We know we're a light being, we're a divine spark of God, we're a blessing to the world, we're all these great things, but it is so hard to see it sometimes, and we don't always see it. We 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 are so inundated with all of these rules and things that we're being told about how we're supposed to be so perfect in so many different ways and follow so many different rules and have different things and be certain things and weight and products and services and things and all kinds of stuff that we're supposed to have in order to to make us, you know, this great human being. These are all the things that are being bombarded into our bodies and into our brains and into our consciousness and subconsciousness from the moment we're born. And because we're constantly being scaled, basically put on some sort of a scale as to where we are and how we measure up to being a human being and being a successful human being, it's really super hard to sometimes see that we're also this spark of God, that we're this divine being and that we're part of this world in a whole nother level that we're, it's like the truth of us is this divine light being this energy of light that embodies a body, a human body for just a little while. And through all of the marketing and through the teachings and through the religions and through the different belief patterns and the different um, theories that everybody has, we end up as a light being forgetting who we are and lowering our belief in who we are to the point where we succumb to the manipulation of all of the marketing and the messages that we're hearing out there to conform to the way uh, the social norms, right? To what the world expects of us. So to see ourselves as a spark of God is like way on the other extreme of what we have been told or what we've been quote unquote allowed to believe about ourselves or even been, you know, even in religion, like my particular religion that I was raised in, you know, I always felt like there was this barrier between me and God. And I don't know that I ever, you know, it seemed like this barrier, I had to climb up to the barrier to reach that barrier to be, you know, good enough to go through some secret door to get to God. And I never could make it up that full ladder. I could never reach that full potential of what I thought the world or what my beliefs were that I was ever going to be good enough to go through the fancy door to be with God. So 
it's very hard sometimes to see that we are a blessing to the world and to, to even to believe it and like, how could we possibly be a blessing to the world? And, you know, again, we're not always going to see it physically or we're not always going to hear it from somebody, you know, that we were a blessing to their life. But there is always somebody who's looking to you. There's always somebody who is looking to you for strength, for comfort, for knowledge. And you are a blessing to that person in their world. And they may not always say it. And they may not always express it. But it's important for you to trust in that that there is a purpose to you that there's a that you are a blessing to somebody's life in ways that you will never never know and and it isn't be, it's we never really know it because we're not living in other people's minds we're only living in our own so we don't ever get to know or we don't always know how we're serving the world but as long as you're living in a way that you're in alignment with your heart, you're in alignment with your goals, with your values, with, you know, being of service to humanity and to yourself and to being in love. And as long as you're in that space, all you can do is ripple out good things. And as you're rippling out good things and your energy of goodness is rolling out into the world. It is affecting somebody along the way, somebody along the way. And especially if you're a mother or a parent or a father, um, you know you're rippling your energy to your children. And I, well, I know from my own experience, like I was saying one thing, but I was feeling a whole nother thing. And I really feel like my daughter still picked up on the things that I were feeling more than the things that I was saying because of how she, her choices that she made in her life makes me feel like she was still going along with some of my feelings, not with some of the things that I was saying because I was saying one thing, but feeling a whole nother thing. And she still picked up on how I was feeling. So it's really important that with that you're very conscious of how you're feeling and how you're holding your energies, how you're holding your feelings, how you're rippling it out into the world. And are you rippling it out into the world the way that you truly want? Is it serving you? Is it serving the people around you? So starting to see yourself as the spark of God, that allowing yourself to see it, like even if you can't consciously see it in your third eye, and this is where it hits us on the brow chakra is in your meditation. And I think what's really interesting is because all of these cards bring up meditation and all three of these cards bring up releasing pain, which is what we started with, right? Releasing pain. So in your third eye and in your meditations, just start seeing that spark. See that spark in your third eye of a light. And, and that is you. The light, which basically would look like a bright star that's in the skies. That that light is you. And start connecting with that light as you. And start building that relationship with that light as you. 
and you hold on to that and bring that light closer and closer and closer to you, hold it into yourself, hold it into your body and start seeing yourself as that light and that that's how you want to share your energy into the world is through that light. And the more you practice that, the more you do it. Because the thing about, and this is how we started it, right? Why can't, why do we always stay in fear? Part of it is because it's an automatic response. Is that flight or fight? Flight or fight. Flight or fight response. And if you are already accustomed and you have been living in the fight mode, fight mode, fight mode, the guard is up, the wall is up, and part of that wall, the reason the wall was even created was because of the fear that was created that caused us to feel like we had to keep ourselves safe at some level. So the more you practice that meditating and connecting with that light as who you are, the more and more you are going to lower that wall and release the fear just from your own body as you allow that light to be in you and then you allow the light to flow out into those around you, into your neighbors, into your community, into the world as you get to that space. But Start with just bringing that light into you, knowing that that is you, that you are the spark of God, that you're holding that energy in your body, and you're allowing yourself to receive good things. And I I think that was another thing that came up for me when I was writing and working on this podcast was that... I don't know who I am. Like, know who I am. I am a spark of God. Okay. But I, I, I knowing who I am without this coat of fear is somebody I don't know. Like, I've been learning who I am, especially now that my kids are gone. I'm empty nester. I've been on my own now for a couple of years, meaning just me and my cats. And I, a couple of things I've realized. Number one, me and my cats are high maintenance. <laughs> I didn't realize I was so high maintenance. I always blame the mess on the kids. It's not the kids only. It is me. I, I do make some messes. <laughs> so I'm sorry to my kids for blaming it all on them. Um, but no. Uh, so having this time on my own, I've gotten to know myself. I've gotten to know more about what I like, what I don't like. I've learned how to cook just for one. Uh, that was a big adjustment you know, from over the years of cooking. <laughs> um, so, but to know myself without the fear is a whole nother thing. And I'm actually really super excited about that moving forward is the, is getting to know myself without the fear. Like what kind of a person am I going to be if I'm not holding myself back, because I hold myself back a lot. I get all kinds of ideas of videos to do, of things to create, of things to write, of what to do, of where to go, of who to call, of who to talk to. And then I don't do it. I stop. And I get fearful and I make up all these stories as to why they're not a good idea. Do you do that? Do you find yourself stopping yourself and coming up with fun, exciting ideas and then you stop yourself for some reason? And that's that's the fear. That's the fear that's stopping us because we create this place where, oh my gosh, we're not safe. We're not going to be safe. And that is one of the things that 
in the divine ego it talks about is our need to keep us safe and this is why our head ego jumps in this is why we get into this automatic responses because all of a sudden we're not feeling safe so we stop ourselves from doing things that we're excited like our spiritual divine self free of any limitations would jump out and do and then all of a sudden we jump into this fear mode this human head ego mode and stop ourselves from doing these things so again with the divine ego in our gut what the gut hit was the enlightened being love and gratitude for you free myself and confidently move forward so yeah it the thing is though it did like there's there's different levels of how these how these hit there's like ones where like deep hit like oh like a master hit in the gut and then sometimes there's just this gentle like little twinge it just depends I feel different things and sometimes I feel energy weapons and sometimes I feel like punches in the gut I feel pains I'll close my eyes all kinds of reactions happen with my body it's really interesting but this one was just a little twinge it was just a like we're getting more and more used to it and and this isn't like a it's gonna solve overnight this is gonna be a continual process because as long as you've been living Think of every day you've had opportunity to create more beliefs about you or strengthen beliefs about yourself or strengthen beliefs of fear that have stopped you from moving forward. So now as you become aware of these things and these experiences, now you start reliving your life a different way. You start learning who you are. You start repatterning all of these beliefs that were not supporting you. You start replacing them with beliefs that do support you and an understanding and a consciousness of why you did it in the first place. So one of the things that I realized because for me I was very severely abused as a child. My mother, well so my yeah my my father beat my mother up when she was pregnant with me and she fell down a set of stairs and she went, she left my father, she went to her father. Now this is in the 60s, early 60s. Well, I guess it wasn't early, it was later 60s. 68 was when I was born. So it was, and she basically, she left my father, went to her father, and my grandfather said, nope, you go back to him. You're married, you have a kid on the way, you're a woman, go back to him. So she went back to my father and Basically, from the day I was born, I don't even know how much or how early, but she carried a lot of anger and a lot of resentment towards me because of my father. And it feels like I was emaciated with her anger, her rage, her everything. Her whole being energy was just suppressed into my body and I'd been carried it. And then as I grew up, she was very, very violent, like I, she was my mommy dearest is what I called her in my head. I'm like mommy dearest. If you've ever seen that movie, that was my mom times three. And, you know, I've had horrific experiences and horrific feelings about it and, and things. And I have carried it for so, so, so long. 
then I really realized what it did is it penetrated this deeper level of fear, of resentment, of anger, of this wall of keeping people away and keeping myself isolated. And when I did this channeling with my with this gal yesterday, what was brought up, my mother said, she came through and she said, it wasn't me. And now I've my entire life have taken it that I've done something wrong. So I've always been looking like, how do I be right? How can I be right? How can I be right? Why I stop myself doing things because maybe I'm not right. Because if I'm not right, there comes punishment. So I always have worked super hard to do everything I can the right way so I don't get in trouble. And I create these energies, these thought patterns, and these stories in my head of fear of being hurt. I do it with clients. I do it with um, my friends. I do it with my family. I do it with my kids. Create these scenarios of how I did it wrong and them, then, them punishing me. And the punishment comes in either a form of ridicule, shame, cutting off the relationship. It could be physical. I don't think of physical anymore, but maybe you do. Bottom line, as long as I stay away and I stay in myself and I stay isolated, then I can stay safe. And I stay in fear ultimately. I keep that coat just tight, tight around me because I let myself play these scenarios out. So what my mother said, and I'm going to read this, what she said in the channeling yesterday was, it wasn't about me. She said that it had nothing to do about with me, the anger and the pain and everything. It had to do with her. It had to do with her relationship with my mother and father. And the, because she couldn't express herself to my father, she could only hurt me. And so she would hurt me to get to my father because I was dad's little princess. I really was like he, he did like he did. He treated me like his little princess. I mean, he did anything. For I did. I had my dad wrapped around my finger <laughs> for a long, long time. There's no doubt about that. But it really made my mom mad and she was so violent to me, but it was because of her anger and resentment towards my dad. And she said, children are perfect. I was perfect. And how could I, how could it have been me? I was innocent and I was a perfect child. It was between her father for between her and her father. Well, her and my father. That was a slip. So I'm still, I'm still just like letting that soak in because I haven't, like it, it's so fresh and so new to me because I had been thinking for so long how much it was being me. And one thing she said too, she said she knew better. It was, but it was an easier way to do it. And even though she knew better, like I said, yes, I'm still letting it soak in that it wasn't me, that it wasn't me, that it wasn't me. And I feel like it's starting to feel in the body, like right at the top layer, like this fear is 
releasing because if it wasn't me, if it wasn't my fault, it wasn't me who created all that pain that every time she hit me, every time she beat me, every time she said these horrid, nasty things to me, when every time that happened, she was instilling this belief or strengthening the belief I had in myself that I was wrong, that I was bad, that I did something terrible, that I should be afraid, that I need to be looking around every single corner, that I should watch every P and Q that comes out my mouth. To now being able to let that belief go that that wasn't me, that it had nothing to do with me, that it was all the anger and the only way she could express herself towards my dad. Like, I'm still trying to come, I'm still allowing it to soak in. I'm soaking it in and I'm like, okay, well, what does this mean about me? Well, who am I now? Who am I without this fear? So things are a little brighter today and it's a little more exciting and a little bit more, it's a little different. And I'm excited to keep going down this journey. And, and, and that's why I share this story because again, where it hits in our gut, this enlightened being, love and gratitude for ourselves, freeing myself, confidently move forward. So it's just a little, even just saying, I just get this little pain in there. There's still just that little residue like, Ooh, can I really trust this? Can I really trust it and move forward? Can I really keep, instead of just dipping my toe in the river, can I just jump in the river and keep swimming? And I feel myself more and more confident with being able to just jump right in and go swimming (laughs) and freeing myself from it, that it's okay for me to just fall into this energy of being free from the fear that I can do it, that it's okay to do it and that it's okay to love myself. Like, it's okay to say, man, I'm awesome. I'm not a terrible person. I'm wonderful. I'm so giving and caring and knowledgeable. And I love being able to share and do the work that I do that I know serves the world. And this is this is an important thing for each of us to do, is to free ourselves from this shroud of anger and resentment and hurt and pain. And... This is why in the next two cards, it brings up what is the pain that's ready to be released. Connect to the pain that's stuck in you and write it out. Burn those pages. I mean, in the money action for each of the two cards, the other two cards was releasing that pain and really connecting with it and letting it go. And that's what happened in this channeling is I came up with a deeper Like I've always known this experience with my mom was there, but the fact that she came through and said this to me, like to help me bring a different perspective. And one of the things that she said in there was, I wish I could tell all my children this. And I, as a part of my processing, one of the thing was, well, I'm going to tell them, I'm going to tell the siblings that I talk to now about it, but I'm also sharing it with you and I'm going to share it out into the world and I'm going to put it in my book and everybody's going to hear this because I know there's so many, so many people that have experienced a deeper, deeper level of pain and hurt from a deep 
childhood scarring memory and just allow yourself to hear that message from your mother or from your perpetrator it wasn't you you're innocent and you were perfect it wasn't you it was between me it was my thing it was me as that mother as that person as that father it was my thing it wasn't you Okay. The one thing that I loved right at the very beginning is that on the divine ego, it says, I am the heart self. And that actually hits right in our heart chakra as a big, loving, warming heart. Because we know, and I know, that you are a heart centered, divine, beautiful being. And just we're doing the best we can. We're trying the very best we can and we're determined to shift things. We're determined to make it up to the make it up the hill. We're determined to change things around in our life. And that heart love energy is there in the center of your heart and allowing yourself to love who you are. Loving your journey. And that's one of the things that actually hits in the prosperity money goddess was regret and pain of the past hits along our lower back. And if you're having issues in your lower back, this is probably one of the reasons why is because you're holding regret and pain of the past. And when things are being held in our back, it's like as if it's not supporting us. So one of the things that came through in the message was the regret and pain of our past that we're not allowing it to support us. Instead, what we're doing is we're allowing that pain and that hurt and the regret to pull us down instead of like acknowledging it, experiencing it, and then letting it go and seeing how it can support us. Because we came here under a contract, under a, a row of what we wanted to learn and what we wanted to create and what we wanted to bring into the world. And we don't know exactly how it's all going to happen, but the experiences that we went through in our life are the things that were created and, and part of our life to help us meet that contract, to learn the things that we wanted to learn, to do the things that we wanted to do. And so when we're letting the regret and the pain of the past hold us back, we're getting these lower, lower back pains because we're not feeling supported by the universe because instead of these painful things being something that makes us stronger and empowers us and teaches us great lessons and gets us excited about how we share it and how we can talk about it and how we can use it to serve the world, instead we use these painful experiences as ways to keep us in fear, to belittle ourselves, to try and control other people or control our children or control circumstances because we want to try and control the end result, we're going to be feeling these painful things in our body. So again, going back to what is that painful experience, that hurt painful experience that told you that, that you weren't good enough or you weren't smart enough or you're not worthy. And it's time to let it get out of your body, to recognize it, 
to write about it, to remove it, to see what it is that made you, how that really served you. And one of the things like with my mother and the experience with her and how it really served me is it actually gave me tons of persistence <laughs> to be like, because I remember I'm the oldest of eight and then I started being really violent with my brothers and sisters and I hated it. And I'll never forget the day that I was sitting on my bed and I had just gotten this horrible beating and it, you know, it was the belt, black and blue along my back. And, and I remember sitting on my bed and I was kicking this dresser. In fact, the dresser is now here in my room, uh, here in my office now. But I remember kicking this dresser and I'm like, I'm never going to be like you two, never going to be like you. And I did not touch my brothers and sisters after that moment. And I, of course, am not violent at all anymore. I'm not violent at all. And that was probably, I was probably 12, maybe 12 or 13 is what comes to me. So it propelled me to be so persistent to change this dynamic of pain that I see happen in the world, this dynamic of poverty that happens within the world. And the pain of poverty seeps into the pain of our individual selves. And that, again, ripples out into our children, ripples out into our life, ripples out into our businesses, into our communities. And in order for us to shift everything that is happening in our world everything that we want and this is what it says take new action for new results is to start cleansing our own inner pain our own inner demons and start allowing ourselves to step out into the world with a whole new perspective I'm excited about it because I have a whole new perspective and I keep working on it. And I, I mean, I, I feel like I still need to do some crying about it and release some of it because it was such a painful experience going through these things with my mother. But to now let it go like it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It was her. And now I don't have to hold that burden of pain. I don't have to hold that burden anymore. I don't have to hold her energy or her anger or her resentment anymore because it was hers. And even in the channeling, it said that to give it back to her, she can handle it. She can handle it. She can care for it. She can handle the energy. So I get to let myself do that and continue to grieve that. And that's one thing I'm going to keep doing there during these full moon, this full moon cycle, because that's what it is. What are we ready to release? And I'm ready to release that pain of the burden of her hurt and her anguish. It wasn't me. And have a fire ceremony, which will be a great thing to do tonight. Because it'll still be a beautiful full moon tonight as well. Let's see. Well, I brought up everything. There's going to be a picture. I'll have a picture of the chakra body map on the website at divinemoneymastery.com. So you'll be able to see the chakra body map. And I also write out the channeled messages there. And I post a picture of the goddess cards. Now, as always, you can get a set of these cards for yourself. And I have the goddess bundle, which is available, which you can get a set of cards and a 45-minute session with me. And we can go deeper, deeper, deeper for you and 
pull out, you know, what these deeper unconscious things are for you that you're ready to release and we can, I can support you in shifting the perspective of it so you can move forward in a more empowered, strong way with it. And you'll get a chakra body map of your own. So we'll find out what, um, you know, how it is, how you're holding that energy in your body and what your divine angels, guides, and spirits are in higher self are telling you and guiding you. Let me read, I want to read the messages really quick. With the divine ego said, you are a divine blessing to the world. It is not always easy to see it. Trust that you are there, it, that there is always somebody looking to you for comfort and strength in a way that is a blessing in their lives. Let your third eye see the spark of God that you are. See yourself as that spark. That light in, in our belief is what makes it so. Not by what others' agenda or belief is. Free yourself from the bondage of predictability and control. And I love that. Release yourself from the bondage of predictability and control. And I thought predictability was a really interesting word, but it reminds me back of that automatic response, the predictability. Like, yeah, of course I'm going to do that. Yeah. Of course that's going to happen. Like we expect terrible things to happen to us. We expect awful things to happen to us. And now instead we get to shift it to the magic of every day. Any day can be different. Every day can be magical. Every day can be original and nothing is written in stone until it actually happens. So we can release ourselves from that bondage of control and just live our life as our life in our life in our day without letting the outside world the outside fear the outside craziness affect us in our homes and in our hearts and in our energy and in our life so turn off the tv don't watch the news crap <laughs> stay off facebook as much as you can um okay the second one uh from the prosperity money got a spirit Nurture my relationship with myself. Invest my time in my mind, body, spirit, and wallet. The pain of the past is part of our contracted experiences to wake us up and bring us to a deeper understanding of who we are and what we want to learn. Learn to overcome challenges. Our life journey, pain and all, truly supports us in our evolutionary as a light being. Our voice came not to be silenced unless we ourselves silence it. Our voice cannot be silenced unless we ourselves silence it. Not seeing the damage of isolation, of not asking the, for help, either from our guides, angels, and friends, and family. Meditation is only a practice of, of silence and going inward. Focus on you, your dreams, your goals, and what pain you want to be released. So a couple of things on that one in my mind, body, the invest in my mind, my body, my spirit, and wallet. I invest my time in my, my mind, my body, my spirit, my wallet. So a couple of things, especially meditation in spending time with our body, which means walking and exercising, eating, cooking, cooking for yourself is so important because who knows what toxins are coming in to the chemical things of the things that we're getting at the drive-thru and the restaurants and whatnot. 
when you cook for yourself, you have control over what goes in your food and what goes in your body. So invest in your in cooking. Invest in being excited about washing dishes. <laughs> um, walking, exercising, that's something I really need to do. Being outside in the fresh air, breathing, breathing, right? Um, our mind is the education, learning, knowledge, spiritual self is really getting to know your connection and that's through meditation and understanding your spiritual relationship and then your wallet, putting your money first. So like for me and my business, I make Mondays is my day for my business where I take care of my money. I make sure everything's balanced out. I do what needs to be done for my money and I handle that relationship I do my billing, I do my collections, I do whatever I need to do for my business my financial part because my money gets to support me and I get to support my money. So I make that as a sacred contract that I'm taking care of my money on every Monday morning. Monday, Monday. Money, magic Monday, money day. That's what I call it. And then the other thing on here that I really wanted to talk about is not seeing the damage of isolation. So we especially, I mean, we are so good at being like, oh no, I don't need anybody help. Oh, I'm fine. Yes, I'm okay. It, when we're really not okay or we're in the middle of a meltdown and we think, oh, I should call this person or that person and then we don't call. Or we're not even just asking for our higher consciousness and our guides and our spiritual angels and whatnot asking to support us. So that's another thing is to allow ourselves to see the damage that this isolation does to us by not reaching out and asking for help, by not reaching out and, and talking to somebody. What this does is it stops us from growing because it, part of the reason why we have relationships with others and we're thinking of talking to others or asking for help from others is because what that does is, first of all, it releases that toxic energy out of our body it gives an opportunity for somebody to to infuse compassion, understanding, care within us so it replaces the negative energy because they're bringing in positive energy as we're releasing the negative energy, thereby blocking the hole of not reinforcing, not allowing the negative energy to seep back in. But the other thing that happens is that it opens you up to another layer of perspective, another layer of connection. And that's what's important for our growth. It's like it for, for us as a spirit being, it allows us to open ourselves to receiving more light from another person. And that light that they send back to us is through their compassion, through their understanding, through their wisdom, through their perspective. And and we learn so much from that and it just helps us grow more and more as a being as a human being and in that relationship with ourselves and it's so exciting like i just love it when i share some things with my friends and i talk about certain things or i you know like i had my meltdown like i said this earlier this last week and I ended up calling a friend of mine and she gave me a whole new perspective on this feeling that I was feeling rather than feeling super, super scared and super afraid. It was grieving that I was also experiencing grief and a loss of the life that we've known and 
the loss of whatever. And, and, and was it because I was connected to the whole? I don't know. I think that it was probably both. But grieving this grief that we are in this feeling, this loss of what's happening to us. So it gave me strength to hear that perspective from her and gave me the opportunity to continue my life in a whole, to continue my life in a whole new perspective of, oh, I'm just shaking my boots in fear to that could be grieving too. So it just gave me more peace of mind and I wasn't so hard on myself. And I was like, okay, this is okay. It's okay for me to feel all of these feelings. So it's time for us to recognize how we put ourselves in isolation and stop ourselves from reaching out to friends and reaching out to loved one, reaching out to uh, a spiritualist or somebody who can support you on different levels. And if you're getting the feeling to connect with somebody, then do it. It doesn't mean you're going to unload and like whatever. You'll you'll know what to do. You'll you'll figure it out. You you've got your own answers and that's another one thing that they had said in another one. You have your own answers and that's what's in this last one. Message from number 14, the financial freedom money goddess mind. I know that I know I have my own answers. Stop stopping yourself from expressing yourself. Trust yourself and your feelings. As you believe, you create new actions for new results. You have your own answers. Connect to a pain that is in you. Release the emotional toxins and take actions on your new perspective and insights. And this this first one here, I know that I know. Like, oh, that's so huge. Because so many times I hear people speak an opinion and speak their mind and say something and then they go, oh, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Blah, 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 but I don't know. What? You do know. We don't need to suck it back in and be like, oh, I don't know. And I for and it's almost like we're asking for apology for our opinions when we say that. Like, oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm just kidding. Well, I'm sorry, but blah, 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 blah. It's like, even if your opinion is different than another person's opinion, that's okay. It doesn't, it doesn't make us bad people if we have a different opinion than somebody else. And it doesn't make them a bad person if they have a different opinion of than you. So it's okay to share our opinion and it's okay to share what our heart, our mind, and our spiritual self have to say. So I know that I know. Like, just let that sink in. Write it down. Put it up on your window somewhere where you can see it all the time. I know that I know. I know that I know. I know that I know. And start allowing yourself to build this deeper connection with yourself. I know that I know. That actually hit. Staying small and I know hit in the jaw. Uh, and it was a kind of a clinching like deep clenching pain in our jaw because we stop ourselves from speaking so much from saying it from saying it because of this fear and it keeps us small so instead of clenching our teeth and stopping saying something I'm talking between my teeth is to reach out talk to somebody just talk to somebody even if it's just yourself talk to yourself 
Write it out in your journaling. Ask yourself questions. Ask your guides questions and journal it out and write it out so you can get a better understanding of yourself and fleshing out some of these theories and ideas that you have. But know that you know. I know that I know. Okay, that's that's it. That was a great reading and I'm excited to continue working in this energy and working through this whole thing. So discovering for you, what is that pain right off the bat that takes you to the fear and know that it wasn't you, that it was somebody else, that this was not you. You were innocent, you're perfect, and it wasn't you. And you do not have to hold that responsibility of those actions anymore. It was not your fault. It was not because of you, because you did anything. It was because of them. And now we get to learn how to be who we are without that fear and without suffocating ourselves with that fear. Every day, every action, every thought, any interaction is a new opportunity to let our guard down and to be open and receptive to that gift to, of, of what they have to offer, of what life has to offer. And if something comes along that causes you fear, that makes you feel anxious, which it's going to, it's not going to be a leader for everywhere, but you can trust and you just take a breath and you're like, I got this. I know I'm ready. I'm capable to protect myself and care for myself. And I also know that I have multiple of guides, angels who are at the ready to comfort me and support me the way I need to and the way that I ask for. And that's what we get to do is ask for that support from other people, from our guides, from our higher self, from wherever we're being drawn to, to ask for that support to healing those pains and releasing us from the bondage of those horrible, horrible experiences that we continue to hang on to. Like that coat we hold tight around us. But not anymore. It's gone. We're letting it go. I'm letting it go. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Well, I'm excited to, like I said, keep moving forward with this and keep working on it. And um, I would suggest the same for you. Go back, listen to this again, read your goddess cards, meditate with it, write it, do the actions. We've got a lot of action steps to do with it, to do with this session of things that we can do. And just make the choice. I'm release seeing myself from fear. I choose out of fear. I choose out of fear. Okay, I love you, my Divine Money peeps. Thank you so much for tuning in and uh, watch for my next podcast, which will be the New Moon Money Reading later this month. And like I said, Divine Money Mastery, you can find the other episodes of the podcasts. You can also find me on YouTube channel, Divine Money Mastery. And yeah, get your set of goddess cards. Let's set up a session. Let's go deeper for you. It's a great, uh, a great deal, the Goddess Bundle. So thank you again. I love you so much. Peace, peace, peace into you, my dear. And I will talk to you next time on the Spirit of Money podcast. Thank you for listening to the Spirit of Money podcast. 
Are you ready to transform your money life? Imagine making money that nourishes your body and soul. Visit DivineMoneyMastery.com for more information about products and services created to empower your money life and to contact Beth Ann via email, Facebook, and Instagram. Sign up to receive a complimentary ebook written by Beth Ann, Five Steps to Money Peace of Mind Quick Guide. Discover the spiritual side of your money to increase your abundance and divine financial wealth. Join us next time on the Spirit of Money podcast.